1: So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton. Thank you again for listening in today. If this is the first time you're joining us, a very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you. And thank you so much for listening. I'm really glad you are here. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for all involved. You know, we're not here to coach you to get a divorce. We are here to walk the path with you if you are faced with divorce, and we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that, frankly, can bring out your worst, and give you hope. Last week, we kicked off a series that will help us not only survive the holidays, but thrive. I know this time can be a tough time. You may be facing divorce. You might be in the middle of it, or you might be rebuilding after. Whether it's a happening right now or it's years after, the holiday season can bring a heaviness to your heart. My wish is that this series will not only give you ideas about how to make the best this the best time that you can, but also grow from it. On today's show, we are talking about surviving the holidays with Scott Peacock. Scott joined us earlier in the year and we just had to have him back. Scott is a licensed professional counselor as well as a licensed marriage and family therapist and holds a number of other licenses and uh, certifications. We are going to talk about not only what we can do to survive the holidays, but also what we can do to you even thrive through the holidays. We will also talk about an opportunity for you to attend a Surviving the Holidays event which may give you more ideas, support and encouragement to, during this time. So Scott, welcome welcome back thanks Glad for having here. me
0: back i guess uh went well enough to uh get an, an invite back you passed <laughs> i passed you Hooray. passed you got an a that's and all we can, can ask
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey it doesn't you know it also adds a huge thing that we're you know known each other for many many years right. and uh, right. it's really nice to reconnect and support Absolutely. one another and our businesses and then by doing so helping others and i know uh your past um experiences have brought you here. My past experiences have brought me here. so I just really kind of get like kind of goosebumps about the fact (laughs) that we can be here sharing what we've grown through since, uh, high school days and
0: (laughs) 30 something years ago. Don't don't say
2: such things. Okay, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Quiet. He did not say that it's only been two. Right. Right. Uh, but (laughs) really using that to support, um, you know, the, the folks that you work with, and the folks that I work with and our listeners here, and it's so very important and I just knew that you would have the right things to say uh going into the surviving the holidays theme, you know last week we spoke about um how to make a house a home uh during the holidays amid divorce, and really we were kind of looking looking at the aesthetics, but we got even deeper on uh on, on it we were talking about seeing things in a new way uh items. Things that you find in the cabinets, China, you know, wine glasses, things like that. Who knew you can turn a wine glass upside down and put a candle on it? And it now is a candelabra. Mm. I like who knew there was fabric to paint your couches, fabric spray. I was like, whoa, like, (laughs) (laughs) but today we're actually talking about, well, and to go back, we saw about seeing things, material things, but we ended up talking about, you know, seeing people in a new way. I think sometimes we forget to see people.
0: Right, right.
2: And this time of life, if you're going through divorce in the holidays, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what you've been through in your life, you know, the holidays can bring up some stuff for people. You know, maybe you've lost a loved one here. You've lost, you know, potentially a marriage or you're losing a marriage. Uh, And and, you know, maybe we can find a way to see things in a new way. So as a licensed therapist and and with all your experience, I want to dig right into it, Scott, and find out. Is there anything that comes to mind that you've learned over your years of experience that's really helped people? You know, thinking about our listeners out there, this time of life, this time of the season, what could really help someone?
0: Well, first of all, I want to say if there's some of that furniture spray for the mind, um, let's find <laughs> that. And uh, Uh-oh. let's, let's go into business and we'll be, we'll be really rich. <laughs> no, let's do that. Seriously. Furniture spray
2: for the mind. That might get off of us on a tangent. Somewhere really
0: weird. Okay. Yeah, just put .dot .com <laughs> at the end. So, uh, no. You, you know, what I found, uh, you hear the standard things. It's uh, it's like a grieving process. And, and, and the holidays and the firsts, you know, first holiday after a divorce, first holiday after a death in the family, um, you know, first holiday after the kids leave home. You know, it can be kind of like going through the grieving process Mm. Uh, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, uh, acceptance. And that's, you know, the classical model of that. But, uh, you know, something I see about it is it's kind of like uh, Joseph Campbell, uh, Mm. the uh, author, talked about the uh, hero's journey as sort of an archetype in literature. And, I think after a divorce, you know, we find ourselves certainly in the valley where we're where we're sort of uh, uh castaways in a way emotionally and things like that. So, um what I try to get my clients to do and I yeah, we're coming up here on on Uh, You know, the beginning of November, uh, I'm going to start having this talk with them. It seems like the holidays start to find their way into therapy sessions, you know, with Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving coming Mm up. Um, So I I, I talk about thriving in the valley. How do you do that? And I look, I have my clients look at how they've thrived in other valleys before so that, you know, you see that you can do it. After a divorce, this is one of the most stressful Mm. uh, situations in life that um, let's draw on what's worked before and uh, try to mine some of those things and then adapt them for... This current situation. situation, yeah, and you know, with the intensity of the divorce, um, you, you know, if it was a mutual parting, and there'll still be some sadness, it's it's might not be quite as hard. But if it was something extremely contentious, uh, and there's still a lot of anger and mm-hmm. resentment and negative feelings, um, the holidays could, can be even worse, and it, it can be like you know, you, you ruined this for me. You've ruined Christmas for me. I've ha- I've had clients who you know, um, uh, infidelities were discovered around the holidays, mm, and mm. that means we're guaranteed a a flashback to that trauma yeah. on somebody's yeah. part in the relationship uh, as that approaches. You
2: know, there's there's so much that we're talking about. You know, from the firsts, as you talked about that first year, um, looking at the hero's journey. Um, feeling like a castaway, thriving in the valley. You know, there's, and and you mentioned, you know, you ruined my holidays or you ruined this. And what I, I, we've got just so much to talk about here. Speaking of Thanksgiving, and I I know, right. (laughs) Well, that just means you'll have to come back on again. Okay. You know, we're, I'm going to loosely liken this. We're going to be, you know, we're talking about the holidays. We have got a smorgasbord for a Thanksgiving meal here of things to talk about. (laughs) Uh, You know, I want to go back to, um, I'm going to go backwards. uh, Starting from the last thing we talked about, you know, you ruined this for me. And when we left the show last time. We were talking about um, Victor Frankl and uh man's search for meaning. Mm-hmm. And we talked about finding purpose in the pain, so to speak. And I said something then uh, that I say often is why is this not, why is not why this is happening to me, but why this is happening for me. And I think that kind of likens or, or links us to again, um, finding a way to thrive in the Valley. And again, that hero's journey. And if people don't know about that hero's journey, Joseph Campbell as you said, just a, a, a just an amazing author, and this is an amazing story. But you know, you could simplify it and say basically, it's really it's almost any movie out there. It's almost any TV mm-hmm. show. You have somebody who is kind of down in the valley, you know, pulls themselves together, rises above, and then you know is a champion in some way moving forward, whether they help people or they make a difference in the world or that sort of thing. And if we begin to look at it. Right. And even now I've, I've taken us all the way back to um, the firsts. If we begin to look at that first in maybe a new way I, and, and, you know, you said death and loss and marriage. I remember when my parents passed in uh, 2011, 2012 and that first Christmas and we decided as a, a you know, a then very small family, my brother and my sister-in-law and their two kids and myself, we decided to go on a cruise that year. And we did something different, and so I think we can begin to break down all these things as we're as we're talking about. But so so many things um, that you've shared there. Um, what's a tactical element that they can do? You know, that's that's kind of I'm going to change yeah. my thinking. But what's a tactical? I yeah, because
0: know. all those things I talked about are kind of strategic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get down, get down to tactical. Well, you know, the the, the first and, and, and you hit it on there just a second ago is um, do something different. Or, um, you know, my dad passed away a couple of years ago and I went with my mom. Uh, she asked me to come with her to a couple of uh, grief share meetings. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things they talked about around the holidays was. Uh, we don't completely give it up but we give it a pass this year um it doesn't mean you can't um you know if you're a person of faith uh follow your faith traditions but the, mix it up the, a little bit. Mix it, Shake up. it up. Do something um, different. I, you know, I, I like you went on a cruise. Uh, I've I've always dreamed sometime about Thanksgiving. You know, I was going somewhere and eating lobster on the beach. Well,
2: there you go. <laughs> where, there you go. You know that that's an
0: <laughs> ideal. That's a you know for some people that's a pine sky thing. But but the point is underneath that is uh, to do something different or tone it down Um, you know if putting up the if the whole family put up the Christmas tree and um, you you know there was just a lot of emotion and joy around that and then that's will bring up it will re-traumatize you in that moment it's okay to not put up the tree that year. It's okay
2: and and I think we just hit it you have permission if you need permission Uh, give yourself the permission to do something different when we come back we're going to keep talking about uh, surviving Through the Holidays, but not only surviving, but thriving. We're going to talk about all this smorgasbord, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, of D, um, you know, meat and all this that we've already talked about. So you guys come back, really, really great ideas about surviving the holidays, not only surviving, but thriving. Don't, m- don't miss it. Come on back. Sometimes
1: the night takes me inside it. Anytime you are selling or buying real estate, you need a seasoned real estate agent to navigate you through the process, especially when you are selling or buying because of a divorce. But you don't want just any real estate professional. You want one who is a real estate collaboration specialist in divorce. You want Jennifer Dodds. Jennifer will help you move forward through the real estate process during your divorce as your strong advocate. Call Jennifer today to learn more about how she can help you with all of your real estate needs at 281-974-703. do what new home builders do call the staging masters simple elegance at 877-458-8254 and simple dot a divorce can change your whole world including your financial picture The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, llc morgan stanley its affiliates and morgan stanley financial advisors do not provide legal advice
2: clients should consult their attorney for legal matters always love that song i had to bring that up scott you know why well it's survivor and we're talking about surviving and thriving but brings back us to the 1980s <laughs> I wasn't
0: born <laughs> You're laughing That's a part of it That's I see a- I've known you too I, I I knew who you were back then so <laughs> well, Yes you do yes
2: yeah I knew who you were I knew too. you were yes. alive I was yes I I don't lie so uh interesting that's on my run play, playlist so that gives me like that that extra little kick so i t- today when i was looking for uh songs for the show kind of getting it's kind of becoming our thing to find some show songs that fit yeah is it's you know that surviving and that yeah and, and, and,
0: and you know there, there's some science behind sort of playing that music and then and then speaking it out loud and mm. even you know if you whether you have a good voice or not, just, just belt it out. Uh it turns on parts of the brain that gets yeah. you going. So yeah, there's okay. something to that.
2: Oh, I love it. Music, you know, we talked talk about a lot of different ideas. We're talking about tactics right now, of surviving the holidays. And it can be, you know, choosing different music. Right? We just talking about do something different. If there's if there's music that brings up memories, I've I've gotten used to that. I just don't listen to it. So but I find different music that really helps me you know, thrive, makes me feel better. I mean, a lot of, you know, even our kind of so-called theme song is a song by Man- Mandisa called Overcomer. And, you know, I purposely won't listen to songs because it's feeding my brain with what, what doesn't make me feel good. Right. Um, you know, I hate to say it, nothing that nothing against country music, but I ain't listening to sloppy <laughs> country music that makes me cry. <laughs> well, well, that
0: and then, uh, you know, at least the old country was cheating and, uh, yes. you know, a dog got run over and... Okay, so All this is great this is, stuff.
2: <laughs> this is where I have to say one of my claims to fame, which is not my claim to fame; it's my family and his. But a lot of those little things that you don't know about people. So you know the song um, "John Deere Green." Uh, actually, I don't. Okay, do you know the song? Is Is it Cold in Here or Just You? No. Okay. Well, I'm stri- <laughs> I'm o for three, um, <laughs> or o for two right now. Uh, that those are both from Joe Diffie. And okay. Joe Diffie was country music artist of the year back in like the 1980s, 90s, something like that. And he is my third cousin. Really? Yes, really. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. And when my father passed, we had him, we had that, we didn't have him there, um, but we played John Deere Green because my dad loved John Deere's. All so. right, I will look it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very so cool. So nothing against country music, but, you know, we're talking about doing things differently and we were talking about a lot of different, you know, meat so to speak that we can talk about in this show but you know we really want to get down to tactics um but before we do that scott uh little things that we may not know about you but <laughs> yeah. uh, i want the listeners to kind of you know reconnect in with who you are and what you do and how you help people
0: right uh well i uh I went through a couple of divorces in my twenties at age 23. I married my college sweetheart and then she had an affair three years later. So we got divorced and then, um, I kind of fell into a relationship at age 29 and got married very quickly. And, um, just, it, it, it did not work. And, uh, I was divorced before the first anniversary at nine months. Mm. And, um, so, you know, I, Around that time, I started going to therapy, and I liked it so much. I liked, I loved going to therapy uh, that I said, one day, I'm going to go pro. I'm going to do this myself. And then I got to do that about 10 years later, and that was nine years ago, and here I am today. So, um, y- you know, going through some of these very deep valleys, um, you know, using what you've been through, to help others, to uh, de-reflect from inside yourself. And there's so much reflection of the holidays. Reflect outside. Um, get 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 your locus of focus outside of you uh, towards others mm-hmm. and, and yeah. just, just not all in your mental warehouse that is just full of negative things in a, in a time like this. But, um, y- you know, I, I just wanted to take what I'd been through growing up plus... Also, um, you know, as an adult, making some very poor decisions. And, uh, you you know, recycle that into wisdom. You know, know, how do you make good decisions? Well, by having wisdom. Well, how do you gain wisdom is by making a lot of bad decisions. Uh, Let's not have any unforced errors if we can try (laughs) (laughs) to do that. But if they've happened anyway, we have to accept them. And then we can recycle it into something else. So, you know, I think back to the holidays uh, when I first got divorced back in nineteen ninety six, and it was awful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was so low, and um, then being able to look at it now, and you know, I, I've remarried, and I have we're working on year eighteen of our marriage, and That's got awesome. two great kids. So I, I did it the right way this time, and. Uh I, I I it it doesn't even cross my mind now. There'll come a day where you won't think about it. Right. Or you'll think about it way after the event. Like, yeah. oh that one Christmas was so terrible and I'll think about it in March. Right. Like, oh, yeah, okay. So it kinda slides on through mm-hmm. instead of just having it take up residence in my mental warehouse rent free. And uh, that, but that, that's a long way off from somebody who's having a first.
2: Right. It it definitely is. But what I, you know, always looking for tactical things that that our listeners can do. And I heard something in there that you talked about is focus, get, get your locus of focus on someone else. Uh, you know, what? I didn't you mean know, to make a rhyme. But <laughs> I know, but, but it really, those things can help us remember those, you know, it, 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 when we're in the throes of that emotional brain and something that might even, you know, whether it's a, a rhyme, locus of focus, but really focusing on others. You know, I, I've I've read before, I've seen before, I've practiced this myself. It's like when you're really down in those so-called dumps, the valleys. You know, pick up the phone and offer. You know, can I help someone else? Go. You know, one of the things I did was I got involved in, in my church, um, and and you know, did kid festivals or volunteered or what have you. It might, you know, what it might be. Is that putting our focus out there. Go volunteer. Go volunteer for Habitat for the Humanity. You know, go help bring Christmas to someone else. And when we take that focus off of ourselves, that's changing something. Going back to doing something different. And I know there's more tactics. And we talked about this one little word should oh the S word yeah the S word <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah, be careful we're on a Christian station no, I know that's why I said should
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah I, uh, whenever I hear that when I'm working with somebody I, and they say I should I'm like oh you just said the S word yeah. it's a dirty word <laughs> it
2: is a dirty word uh, now
0: now it doesn't mean that you know we don't have um, you know traditions and and uh, you know things to guide us or, or you know I should get up in the morning go to work. But there are some shoulds that are not healthy for us. Right. Now, around the holidays, and you know, I started hearing some Christmas music the other day and a commercial for some product for Christmas, and the expectations are so high mm. that we have this amazing, meaningful holiday season. But as I talk to my clients, or just my friends, you know, it's it's sometimes it could be more like Festivus, the airing of grievances. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the shoulds, we, we need to examine them. Mm. And uh, and then the shoulds twins are or uh, twin is the shouldn'ts, mm. uh, you know, depending if it's the, the ideas in the positive or the negative. But um, what shoulds do we have? I should be happy at Christmas. Right. I should be thankful at Thanksgiving. I should do this. I should do that. I should feel that way. When we hear these messages in the media or from family or from friends or community, um, if you're in a lot of pain, that's really invalidating. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, very invalidating. Right. So be aware of them. See which ones are going on. I've even before made a list Mm. and said, you know, which which one of these are, you you know— I should go help someone in need. Well, that's, that's de-reflecting getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's good right. at this time. Oh, or, you know, whether you're in, you know, struggling with something or like rather change or not. it
2: around. I can go. This I is can an opportunity or a I choice. get to, I get to, uh, I right. get
0: to, I told my yes. kids that when they were little, uh, we have to go to church. Well, I said, well, no, no, we you get, get to, to go. We live in a country where we can, if we so choose. Right, right, right. So, um, I think that the shoulds, um, you know, make a list and, and, and just kind of set a timer, five minutes, stream of consciousness, all the shoulds that you're aware of around the holidays. Mm, mm, that's good. Okay. And then sit back and kind of look at them and say. I love the word you used, examine them. Mm-hmm. So
2: we're really looking at them outside of our mouths, outside of our minds as what they are tangible on the paper. Mm-hmm. And let's evaluate them. And I, I'm drawn to, you know, is this true? Mm-hmm. And, and that's some of the work that, um, Byron Katie has mm-hmm. done and just asking yourself that question, is this true? Do you think that would work for them?
0: Oh yeah. Check the facts. Yeah, I, I, I tell my clients all the time, check the facts. Um, and if something doesn't work now, it doesn't mean it won't work at some point in the future. Right. So, uh, you know, it, let, let's say every year you had a holiday open house mm-hmm. and invited lots of people over. Well, then a divorce or another grief situation happens, uh, it's okay to say, well, this year we're not doing that. Right. And uh, it doesn't mean you can't have one the next year, the year after that, or five years from now. Right. Um, you know, it can be revived and reclaimed, mm-hmm. but in the moment... It's not working.
2: Or it could be something different like at the beginning of the year and, you know, a new year open house and then it's yours. Exactly. So it's, again, going back to the doing that's something different and not living in that should of it should still be like this. Well, the fact of the matter,
0: it's not. Right. And and the shoulds come down to acceptance. Mm. You know, I, I mentioned the, the classical uh, grief process. We want to get towards acceptance, which is is I'm accepting reality, Mm -hmm. not that I have to like it, have to endorse it, have Mm. to support it. Um, I'm just going to stop suffering about it. Right. And then that frees me up to begin to work through the pain that came from that reminder or the previous situation.
2: Yeah. You know, so much of what we're talking about is what I work with people in um, moving them from their emotional brain into their thinking brain. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're, I I think we're talking about is those tactics that can get us to really, again, examine those and look at what is the, the, the now. And in fact, I have people even kind of look around the room, close their eyes from them, open up, ask themselves, what is here? What, what there is, you know, making me scared? Is there anything here to hurt me? and they're like oh wow no and then I ask them where is it in your head so a lot of these shoulds and things are in our heads so we're gonna come back in the third segment always goes so fast so glad you're here Scott we're gonna talk more about this and surviving the holidays but not only surviving but thriving you guys stay tuned come on now we
1: live in
2: Here's today's two-minute tip. As we continue to talk about not only surviving the holidays but thriving through them, we must always talk about the children involved in divorce as it affects them as much, if not more, as us. So let's take this two-minute tip to focus on our precious young ones. Today, I'm featuring five tips from family law attorney Craig Haston about helping children cope with divorce. As Craig shares, first and foremost, it's important for parents who are going through their divorce to take proactive steps to help their children to adjust to the changes of divorce. He also says, two: number one, minimize conflict. Do your best to isolate your children from conflict between you and your spouse, not only during the holidays, but all days of the year. No child likes to see their parents fight. Keep things positive. While it's good to have an honest and age-appropriate conversation with your child about what's happening, it is important to try to foster a positive atmosphere in your home. Don't vent at your children or burden them with your problems. Maintain consistency. Children, especially young ones, thrive on predictability. Establish a sense of order. Stick to schedules and keep it going even through the holidays. Give them space. Emotions can run high for anyone during the holidays and divorce. Personal space is paramount for older tweens and teens. Make sure they know they can come to you, but give them the space they need to process the divorce in their own way and uphold your obligations. Follow your custody agreements through the holidays too. in fact, always follow your custody agreements This isn't a time, not that there is ever, to alienate your child from your spouse because of what might be going on with you. Make sure your spouse has time with your children through this time and all times. Children need the support of both parents. This is a special time for all of you in your family. It may feel like one of the hardest times during the process of divorce, but I promise you that if you put your children first, follow these tips. And again, take the high road in all things. The process will be better for all. If you want to know more tips about divorce from Craig Haston, go to HastonLaw.com. You can also find him and talk to him at 281-890-1300. And you can find me, Christy Stratton, at TheDivorceCoachingHour.com or call 281-944-8043. And make sure to add The Divorce Coaching Hour to your podcast library and follow us on Facebook. At the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Listen each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce, and please share this episode with those who will benefit. And now on to thriving with cast- casting crowns. I sound like a radio teacher, don't I? Yes. <laughs> You know, we were talking about that music and I I love, you know, I was looking for these songs and we were talking about Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, but then coming in with, you know, kind of moving through this journey, um, your own hero's journey to thriving. And uh, in the last segment, we were talking about um, these shoulds and the mind that tells us that we should and the life that tells us that we should and how we really can um, do some things to get ourselves out of that that emotional brain and move us into the thinking brain where we're examining, as you use those words, examining our thoughts and kind of look for the facts, proving them typically wrong, mm-hmm. right? right. <laughs> because it's our head that's creating these stories. Uh, but, you know, we we mentioned really quick on break that there there is a point. It's not just like you're just going to immediately go, Hey, I'm going to move from the emotional brain to the thinking brain. Uh, but there's kind of a middle ground that we got to think about, which, Scott, you said acknowledging those emotions. So, that by no way, shape, or form are we not acknowledging the emotions. Right. But how do we exactly move from that emotional brain into the thinking brain? And how does that help us thrive?
0: Well, I, I think that's absolutely a process. And we have to honor both. We have mm. to honor the thinking side of the brain, the logical side. And we have to honor the emotional side that, you know, and I think the way we do that is through having compassion for ourselves. Yes, this has been a difficult time. This has been a hard year and this has been a struggle. I have struggled. That's okay to say, uh, it's okay that I'm angry, upset, hurt, betrayed, uh, fill in the blank for your situation. Uh, at the same time as we're striving to find balance, and we don't want to become Mr. Spock, you know, just complete logic mind. We right. want to uh, be somewhere in between the tension in between the thinking part of the mind and the emotion part. But I- I- I'll tell you, when some traumatic like a divorce happens, you're going to dwell in your emotion mind mm-hmm. a lot. You're mm-hmm. going to be triggering the uh, not you, but the situation is triggering the amygdala mm-hmm. in your brain, which is fight, flight or freeze. Yes. And we want to be able to eventually move out of that to where it's a balance and not just all one or all the other. The all logic mind is, you know, I should lawyer up and uh, pound this guy yeah. <laughs> or gal. Right. And, and uh, you know, here are my rights. Right. Uh, we ha- we have to – ultimately, it has to be in balance. I, I mean, think about anything in life. Yeah. Um all things in balance.
2: All things in balance, but also going back to that con- uh, compassion and honoring, both understanding that some can tend to be more in that emotional brain, some some may move, you know, immediately to that logical brain and shuffle you know, shove down the emotions and neither is good to live in either place. So you're really talking about that balance and how we can do that. You know, one thing as a coach, that's really what we're trying to do is help them in the time that we work with them. It's not, not acknowledging the emotions. They're right. going to have those, but you know, how can we move them forward so they can even they can make better decisions as they are going through this divorce process.
0: Right. And that's the point: is to get to a point of wisdom, and yeah. that to me, wisdom is the the tension between the two. Right. And recycle all these difficult situations or poor decisions, or or somebody else's poor decisions that affected us. Yeah. Recycle all that into wisdom, and then we can, you know, dwell where where real life is. I'm drawn back to,
2: and I I think it's Romans eight twenty eight that you talked about last yeah. time that you were on the show and the great recycler. And it it just really is the renewing of the mind and taking, um, you you know, I talk a lot about a tapestry and I, I've, I think, you know, my tapestry, like everyone really, their lives are tapestries. And, um, uh, you know, even back before I was married and through every relationship growing through every relationship. And when I'm working with clients, I talk about, you know, if you're walking down a big hallway and at the end of a hallway, you see this tapestry and you see this big picture but if you get right up to it you see the little green threads and the little black threads and things like that and that's i kind of liken it to life if you can step back and see the big picture of what's ahead and and you know know that god is the great recycler and that that we go back to this what's happening for me versus what's happening to me then you get to places like you know where you and i are sitting here having a discussion hopefully helping people. You're using your experiences. You've, those have been recycled. So now that you're helping people through what you've been through, I'm doing the same thing. And you know, another thing that this show is intended to do is to give people hope. And we're not saying it's easy.
0: Oh, it's it's not. It's not. It's like walking through wet cement in the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. It's not
2: fun. Not to mention your physical body. When you're, when your brain, that amygdala is lit up and in flight or fight, I mean, your body is zooming all sorts of hormones around and adrenaline, adrenaline and it's exhausting. it's exhausting and your energy is depleted. And so going back to that compassion and that honoring and, you know, we're talking tactics here. Take a nap.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So naps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I've had this idea for a while and. Uh, I, I hope to do it sometime next year, but um, y- y- you know how we kind of live in a protest culture these days, and uh-huh. everybody has a cause. Well, are gonna was have thinking, a nap in. Na- well, no, even better, <laughs> even better. Uh, 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 a shirt with maybe my my business logo on the front and on the back, it says uh, naps are a human right, and then <laughs> underneath, campaign for therapeutic naps.
2: <laughs> I, I, love it. I, I would not work in that. I do not like naps. They make me more tired. Uh, believe it or not, I, I get a good night sleep eight eight hours i plan for it i schedule it yeah i know my schedule
0: has been like seven to six at the office and i've got a couch you've you know, got a stereotypical co- for a therapist what?
2: you're a therapist I you've got a, a couch. couch yeah so uh <laughs> for you to sleep on not your client <laughs> right no that's that's all me
0: <laughs> so uh, my lunch hour scarf down my lunch and lay down for 40 okay. minutes
2: but that's you know really true and and one of the things we're, we're going to talk about before the show is over is this event called surviving the holidays we may talk about it right now. But Surviving the Holidays is a part of the divorce care program uh, that I facilitate at my church, Weston Church, here in the Houston area in the Interloop area. But they it is facilitated nationwide, probably internationally, through an uh through different churches and organizations. But they also have an event called Surviving the Holidays. Um this event is coming up and you can find it um at, uh, at least in Houston, westend.me slash events. Or if you want to know more about the holidays, you can go to divorcecare.org slash holidays and find out more about that. But within Divorce Care, they often talk about, uh, and Divorce Care, again, is a 13-week program that people walk through, uh, Christian-based, to really look at separation and divorce. But we often talk about this energy level. And that normally you're talking balance, right? Normally, you know, you're looking at these energy levels and nobody can see my mm-hmm. hands doing this, but I'm kind of doing a wave you sort of thing. You ebb and flow. You ebb and flow. But right. in divorce, the energy goes Vunk. down because it's it, everything else is t- zapping that energy. And so your, your emotional needs are just pulling that energy that you're talking about. So it's really, it's actually going back that compassion Give your body that honor the things that it needs that are healthy, mind you, right? Exercise, water, sleep, solid, good food, Um, because our brains and our bodies can't work for it. And we're just eating up, any sort of fuel that we have is that right?
0: Oh yeah, you, you know and they say that the brain burns an awful lot of calories in your body. It it, it it's doing so much. It, it needs that energy. And when that those those cycles of uh you, you know on, on a computer we talk about you know how many cycles per millisecond. Um, your That's brain right. your background's your IT, the same, so. <laughs> right, right. So your your brain is the same way. And you only have so many. You only have so much time, energy, and resources. And the the tragic thing after a divorce or a other grief event is that it will steal them from you. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. Uh, this is front and center because you're dwelling in, in amygdala, not not purposely, but but I mean it, it's it's to protect you. Your body
2: thinks it's under attack. Your body so it's thinks gonna it's under you, attack.
0: Yeah. yeah. So um, so so care, concern, compassion. What is compassion? Compassion means care and concern. Mm. So I care for myself. Physically and then, you know, emotionally, spiritually. But, uh, you know, I also have concern. It's uh, what extra do I need to do to engage in self-care? It's not selfish. Oh, you know, here's the other should is this time of the year. You know, you really should be thinking about other people. Right. Because, (laughs) you know, you're so uber blessed and, you know, you might be divorced, but at least you got married once. Uh, y- you know, help <laughs> those helpful voices. Come you know,
2: out. oh gosh, you know what you just said in there? I heard guilt. I heard shame. Oh yeah. I heard the comparison game. And that is something uh, if, if, if this is all you get from the show is know this don't compare your situation to anyone else. And, and I'm giving you a don't, not a should, because when we begin to do that, we are amping up that emotional brain And, you know, it was, it was brought to my attention, you know, several years back, but say, for example, you know, somebody may have a hangnail on their, on their finger, but somebody else just maybe broke their leg and you, you you know, the person who breaks their leg might go, oh, but yours is only a hangnail. Right. And, and, but what we don't realize is different experience feel differently to different people. Mm -hmm. Right. And that hangnail may hurt as bad As somebody else's broken leg. So really, again, I think that goes back to, you know, the word that you used before in the first segment is examine your thoughts, examine what you're saying right there. Yeah. Do you have any other quick tips about examining? We have a few short minutes left in this in this segment.
0: Right. Well, you know, the other thing is, again, with expectations are, you know, examine whether you are trying to keep up with the Joneses mm. as far as all that, yeah you know we see these commercials sometimes that uh neighbors cross street from one another are trying to outdo each other with decorations and such. <laughs> you may have never put a decoration up in the front of your house, but what what i'm what I'm trying to say is, is, is you know draw a parallel to um you know, I've got to be like the next guy. Don't
2: try to be like Clark Griswold.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we, go. That's the we brought back
2: another example. another '80s, 80s. <laughs> example. You guys stay stay tuned. We're gonna have more '80s examples of how you can get through right. divorce and thrive. Don't miss it. Come on back. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. Playing my air piano.
0: Charlie Brown dance.
2: I'm no, (laughs) I really am. They can see it on the camera when these get produced, right? (laughs) You know, it's just fun to have a little bit of the holidays in a program that we're talking about surviving the holidays, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, and uh, uh, we have been talking about not only how to survive the holidays and some tactical ideas but how to begin to thrive through them. We talked about, um, you know, the emotional brain and moving, uh, giving compassion to that, moving into the thinking brain. You know, Scott, I know you work with a lot of different people and a lot of, in a different, a lot of different phases in life, not just divorce, but other things. Uh, If someone wanted to reach you,
0: how would they? Uh, my phone number is 713-533-8906. And say that again for me. 713-533-8906. And my website is scottpeacock.com. Peacock like the bird.
2: Peacock like and the I'm bird. I'm not
0: related to Brad Peacock or Tom Peacock. Okay. All right. Everybody's <laughs> I get that clear the on time. that time. <laughs> I
2: know. Yeah, there's a zillion people in the world. And are you related? Really <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. I, I've i been asked. Um, well, we won't ask. We won't go on to what I've been asked. We'll just say. I think Dorothy Stratton. <laughs> like okay. And it turns out the last name is, is spelled S T R A T T E N. oh so and that's my married last name, not sure. divorce, but that's a whole nother story. Of course. <laughs> it's stuck. I'm using it. There you go. <laughs> so you guys reach out to Scott. I uh, just so helpful um for you and he's got a lot of things going on. He's got uh different programs that you can get involved with that can help you. Not only if you're in the middle of, you know, something that you really need to work through, but if you're wanting to kind of take that and move forward uh, as well. So um, give Scott a call. Now, we're coming into final thoughts. It's the fourth segment. So what's coming up for you? What do you think really, I mean, with all your experience, Scott, that you
0: want to share with our listeners? Well, you know, this may sound cliche, but, you know, hope. There is hope mm-hmm. always. It's so hard to see. You know, some of the symbolism of the holiday season is, uh, think about it, we're, it's it's around the um, the winter solstice. It's the shortest day of the year. It's the darkness. It's the longest day. Mm. And this time can really seem that way. But it's the darkest it's going to get before the light begins to come back. Mm. So that was something that got me through my trying times around the holidays because the breakup <laughs> happened around the holidays. Mm. Right. So, but I want to, a couple of things. I, I want you to think about someday reclaiming. Okay. And tell this. us what that means. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. So my first wife and I, we, we just before we split up, uh, we went on a, a trip to Lake Tahoe. Okay. And we're sitting there looking at Emerald Bay. And it's very beautiful and mm-hmm. kind of had a blow up. And then we flew home and then um you know then that whole process of breaking up started and i went back there many years later with my current wife mm-hmm. when we i think we've been married at that point about 10 years and we went back to that same place with our children and we let them play and we sat there and looked at the beautiful scenery and then got in the car and left to go around the other side of the lake over to the Nevada side and something funny happened. I was like, huh, that's our place now. Mm. This is ours. It's not that place where that thing happened. Mm -hmm. It did, but it was now ours. Mm. So when I go back there now, I have relatives living out there. Um, Yeah, it it really doesn't come to mind anymore. And that's going to take a long time. Right. It's going to take work and healing but I want to plant that seed of hope that if this year you can't deal with the holidays, it's just too much, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. it's not always going to be this way. It's not always. And then, you know, the other thing is um, I talked about, you, you know, if if this year you tone things down or don't do anything, uh, you feel like you're not participating. Christy mentioned this earlier, participating somewhere else And, you know, what we find with our minds is is when we're fully participating in something like uh, one year Thanksgiving recently, we went and served at a homeless kitchen Mm -hmm, and took mm -hmm, the kids. mm -hmm. It was wonderful. Yeah, Uh, I I didn't know what to expect because I'd never done it before, but it it was just so great. Um, It was kind of like uh, a time machine in a way. I was so engaged in the moment and in helping those people and thinking about the true meaning of Thanksgiving versus just stuffing our faces and drinking too much and watching football, that that day flew by. It, mm. was, it, was, it was really strange. Uh, and before we looked up, I realized we've been working for four hours. Oh, wow. And my kids, they're like, I don't want to go. They wanted to continue. Yeah, they didn't want to leave. Our shift but was we doing, over, yeah. and because it was kind of neat how it was set up, they had people going out to the the clients and saying, taking their order. What would you like? And my kids went out there and just completely engaged with this. Oh, wow! You know, they want some turkey but no gravy and some stuffing, and it's like order up. So it it just flew by, and and I'm not saying you know we don't want to be in the moment, but in these moments where you're in deep pain. Perhaps when you're focusing outside of yourself, Mm -hmm. it's very Mm -hmm. healing to... That'll pass faster, plus you're doing something that benefits someone else.
2: Well, i thinking of doing it with your kids. It, I got to imagine that was a bit of a bonding situation with your kids.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we we
2: had to drag them out of there. It was <laughs> well, kinda... that's a bonding situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our daughter, she was much younger, and she cried when we were leaving. Aww, but that's But, you know, that, that's really sweet, and, you know, my daughter's a great person, but... um yeah. So I, I wanted to leave you with those two things. There, There is a chance to reclaim. Yeah. And then right now in the gap, um, per- participate by getting outside of yourself and just go help others. I want to go back to that
2: reclaiming really quick, because when I was in the moment and listening to your story, I I actually saw your eyes kind of go around and follow going to the other side of the lake. And I I think that's what I heard. And it was almost you were looking back on that place and in that moving around, you saw it in a different way. And we started the show kind of talking about what we talked about last week's show is seeing things in a new way in your cupboards. And we we kind of took that to seeing people in a new way, but we can also see our situations in a new way. But I also heard in there that you were intentional. You were intentional about going back to that place uh, with in, in a new way. Uh, it reminds me of a couple of years ago. I went to um, a retreat that I love to go to out in Laguna and go hiking. I love hiking and I love Newport Beach. And um, my ex and I used to go there quite a bit. And from kind of the point that I got divorced and through my parents passing, I had this thing called a cling to clutch and it was this little cross and I ended up and this is how we're going to be kind of ending the show, I accidentally left my crutch in Newport Beach. That wasn't an accident. (laughs) I know it wasn't. (laughs) That's why I said accidentally. And it was so releasing when I left that what's been in my head and holding me back there. And now I'm excited to go back to Newport. But I was intentional there, and it was almost... Like, you know, something happened for me and it was God leading me and God took that crutch for me in my in, in my faith and my belief. Uh, but um, I kind of heard the same thing. You know, there
0: you that the intention of going and looking at things in a new way. And so. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I I didn't realize I was doing that with my eyes. Yeah. I think in my my head I was kind of thinking of a map of the lake. Yeah, and I could then, see and it because we pretty much made a lap the whole day. Yeah, and it's a it's a big it's a long trip around the lake. It is. But um, yeah, that's kind of
2: coming to me as full circle. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. I we're really good. What does that
0: represent to you? <laughs> <laughs> what does
2: that represent? I love looking at those things, and when I watch body language and and seeing people, and and you know, interestingly enough, the last time we were on, we kind of ended with again, uh, what is happening not happening to me, but what's happening for me. And, you know, I think we're a testament to what can happen in the future, coming full circle, Mm -hmm. bringing that hope. It will change. It's different right now, but if we can leave you with anything right here today, is that there is hope. Scott, thank you for giving us some uh, just amazing tactics. We talked about that thinking brain. And as a coach, I work with people to get them out of that emotional brain into that thinking brain. But we really talked about that compassion that we have with people. So thank you Absolutely. for all of that. We talked about so many great things. We'll have to come back in and talk about more and unpack more. We talked about so many things. Am I going to be
0: the Divorce Coaching Hour staff therapist? May,
2: may, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you might be. Okay, I'm thinking,
0: right.
2: <laughs> So, you know, so guys, you have to be listening in to the Divorce Coaching Hour, no matter where you are in the stage of divorce. And if you know someone who's faced with the divorce as, I, uh, as well, you know, guests like Scott, we're here to walk the path with you. So, you know, make sure that you add us to your podcast library. Please rate, review and share or find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you. Thank you for listening in today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday. Scott, too, from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) From 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM. KKHT, the word.